Welcome, Warrior, to the Alliance Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. How's everyone doing? Welcome to the first uh, podcast, like I said. Uh, cleverly named The Beginning. Uh, let's skip this crack and so uh, how's everyone doing? My name is Jay. Uh, basically, I'm from Toronto, you know. Uh, born and raised Toronto, Canada. If you, you guys know Scott Town, represent. Uh, I now reside in Regina, Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah it's middle of nowhere. However, yeah, it's somewhere. Uh, I reside there. Either way, the reason why I made this podcast is because uh, I'm basically a part of something, trying to be a part of something big. Uh, I have a lifelong history of uh, uh, eating issues, aka I'm fat. <laughs> so with that, well, I was fat. I became a personal trainer. All of that, uh, you know, turned my life around. And I started a company called Spartan Alliance Fitness. Okay, hence why uh, this broadcast is brought to you by SpartanAllianceFitness.com for the best programs. A shameless plug here. Uh, anyways, back in the day, the reason why I made this podcast now is because back in the day, you know, I wish I had something to act like an older brother. I never had brothers. I had two older sisters, even though they, you know, only dressed me up maybe once or twice. You know, I always wish I had someone to to follow and to lead me. And with this podcast, it's we're going to talk about life, we're going to talk about sex, we're going to talk about fitness, girls, uh, everything in between, like I stated in the intro. And, uh, you know, back back when I was younger, had no game, my family loved food, we, we, we ate, you know, we, we lived to eat. Our family dinners were, were three, four course meals, my mom slaved away in the kitchen every day. Made robust uh, meals. We're from the Caribbean. So all our food tasted delicious. Okay. Uh, with that, I uh, always struggled with weight. You know, I started uh, as I grew older, maybe grade 10, grade 11. You know, girls started becoming more prevalent. Uh, I had no game. And I was fat. You know, and I was fat. So it's like, on top of both, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with game. I'm struggling with my weight, and I lost a lot of weight. However, I did it very unhealthy. I literally starved myself every day, maybe ate a quarter of the calories to sustain my body. Uh, Stopped eating, didn't touch breakfast, maybe ate a chicken breast, uh, maybe some some chips to tide me over, Uh, you know, nothing. And I worked out vigorously, ran around my basement, uh, did push-ups, chin-ups, you know, uh, vigorously. With that, uh, I lost maybe 30 to 40 pounds, once again, very unhealthy way. And back in the day, I was smoking weed. Uh, on top of that, I don't know how I did it, because munchies kill me. I don't know about anyone else, uh, but uh, munchies destroyed me. So I don't know how I survived and was able to lose weight. But either way, I came back grade 12, a total different person, not only physically, but mentally. You know, I I thought I was king shit. 
And once again, like I stated, I had no game. I had no game whatsoever. So it, instead of it being confidence, it was cockiness. Unfortunately, it was cockiness. Uh, so I came back. I played two sports. I played uh, basketball and football at the same time. Uh, point guard coming off the bench. Uh, and DB slash uh, wide receiver uh, for football. Uh, finally got my first girlfriend in grade 12. Uh, basically, she, she had to throw herself at me. Uh, once again, no game. <laughs> and essentially... Uh, blew up my knee in a practice. Uh, obviously, uh, it's a lot. Two two athletes, uh, two sport athletes. Sorry. Uh, basically, you know, riding your body to the ground. Two different practices, and yeah, blew up my knee in a football practice, and just kind of gave up because finally had a girlfriend. Didn't really care, you know. So with that, fast forward. Uh, many years, uh, go to college, you know, get out of college, uh, I blow back up because once again, I just felt I was the shit. So I ate what I wanted. I drank what I wanted. I smoked what I wanted, uh, you know, partied. And once again, after having my first child, I blew all the way back up, you know? So Later on, I essentially figured out this is wrong lifestyle for me. Uh, unfortunately, I split with the mother of my children. I now have three. Um, and I realized instead of starving myself, because I can't do it, I'm working full time. Before, it was grade 12. I didn't have a job. Uh, you know, I didn't have to do anything. You know, I could afford to be lethargic and sit around the house. So now let me educate myself. So first I worked out my brain. I read as many books as I can could, listened to to hundreds of hours of podcasts, watched hundreds of hours of YouTube on everything from diet to physical activity to the best muscles to supplements to, you know, even minerals that you should ingest and intake and educated that muscle. Well, sorry, worked out that muscle and educated my, my brain. Uh, with that, I then started to apply what I learned. And within a few months, you know, I lost a lot of weight down to even stronger than what I was before. Because before I wasn't fueling my body. Uh, with that... I, again, had issues with eating and drinking because I love eating. I don't know, like, comment what's your favorite food that always gets you. For, for my weightlifters, my bodybuilders, my, you know, my gym goers, what is that food that always gets you? Or is it alcohol? You know, it's, it's one of the two, you know, something that always gets you. No matter how strict you are, there's something that always gets you. But either way, went back and forth, and I and I was now starting to catch my groove with the woman. Uh, realized, you know, what I had to do, which of course in episodes down the line I'll get into how I became a pimp. <laughs> no, <laughs> either way, found a girl that I thought was the love of my life, and she, you know, her and I broke up, 
she essentially saw uh, my profile on Tinder and, uh, yeah, broke up with me and, you know, kind of, kind of drove me crazy because not literally crazy, but, uh, started my, you know, my heartbroken tirade to, to essentially become the best version of myself. So in a way, it's because of her why I started my business, why I started everything I did. So the first thing I did was bought a $700 course to become a personal trainer. Uh, I passed that with flying colors, became a personal trainer. And once again, when I, once I became a personal trainer, I started privately uh started training my co-workers uh in the basement gym so i worked at an airport i still work at an airport actually but i worked uh as a screening officer uh so before you get on a plane uh and you know uh numerous amounts of my uh co-workers uh, i charged only 15 dollars an hour a session you know uh, a few air canada gate agents i i i trained few of my coworkers I trained just to build confidence in myself, learn what I could do best. Uh, and essentially it was my attitude. It was my attitude. It was my personality. I could, I could connect with you on more of a personal level, not only fitness, but personally connect with you in order, you know, to get you to do that extra one or two reps to make you laugh while you're you're screaming in pain because of that squat uh to teach you the intricacies of why the deadlift is one of the best exercises i could do all of that while holding you accountable you know keeping a smile on your face so after becoming a personal trainer uh and only doing it privately i then became uh became uh well-known personal trainer at the local gym called Evolution Fitness, formerly Gold's Gym. Uh, and by then, I was living high. Uh, one, I was talking to many women. I'm a personal trainer now. I'm partying. And uh, once again, I'm, I'm, I'm out of shape. You know, I'm out of shape again. As a personal trainer, I've been eating, I've been drinking, living the high life. But also, my, my hours at work were killing me. Um, they were killing me. It was like 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. Think about that. Think about that. 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. What the hell can you do uh, when you get off of work other than sleep? By the time you wake up, what do you do? You go back to sleep. <laughs> so with that, uh, I was a very good... I took the hearts of many of my uh, my co-workers and my boss, the director of fitness. Uh, I won't say his name to spare his, uh, his credentials, but uh, he was the director of fitness, uh, essentially. He hired me. He had an interview with me as well. And my manager, my direct manager, they everyone, you know, loved what I had to say. My brain the brain side of what uh the education side of what i uh essentially had to offer uh yes my body wasn't looking right but my mind was looking like a model so with that they hired me on the spot uh 
I began training, uh, got the low-end contracts at first, only $12 per hour, making nothing, and finally got a few clients and got myself in shape because there's one day we were practicing. Of course, you have to do blood pressure. You have to do fit tests with uh, your clients in order to see where they're at and how far they've come. So with that, I did one of the blood pressure tests and it said I had high blood pressure. And as a personal trainer, you having high blood pressure is a no-no, I'm thinking, right? You guys agree with me? <laughs> Warriors, you agree with me? Uh, so either way, my manager laughed it off and said, ah, no, no worries, just go to the doctor and tell him, hey, I need blood pressure pills. That's that's all. That's it. It'll take care of that. Simple. Snap of the finger. Simple. And I looked at him like, man, is you crazy? Um, I'm only what? What? How old was I then? I'm, uh, I was like 29, 28. You know, maybe 30. I don't remember how old I exactly I was. Uh, I'm 30, and I have high blood pressure, and you just want me to go get some a pill, a magic pill. No, no, no. I'm too young for all that. So I, once again, balls to the wall, got back onto my diet, uh, my Spartan diet, uh, got back onto uh, my working out, my Spartan system. I tried it out on myself first and again got down. And the fact of the matter is it's so hard with fitness. It's so hard to be consistent. Especially when you love to drink. When you grew up with uh, my best friend, he he drinks. He'll be on the podcast at later dates. Uh, but he and I bonded over drinking. It'd be those nights we would go out to a party and walk home, you know, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. at night. No one's on the road. And it's just us two walking, laughing, destroying stuff. No, I'm joking. No, don't tell my mom. <laughs> um, you know, but lying down in the... When we really bonded is when we laid, laid in a forest, looking up at the stars and talking, you know, and talking about life, about the galaxy, about science, everything. That is, you know, when we bonded. So, unfortunately and unfortunately, alcohol, drinking, uh, has is, is close to me because I've, I've bonded with someone. I've literally, it's a positive thing in my life. Due to a bond that I've created through drinking. And also, I am the funniest man on earth when I'm drunk. Um, that's another positive thing. So when you naturally correlate something with positivity, it's hard to give that up. Just like Burger King. I love me some Burger King. Some people hate Burger King because it's trash quality. I, shoot, it's cheap. Come on now. The Whopper? Come on now. Actually, today's Whopper Wednesday. Oh, my God. Okay, Warrior, listen to me. Listen to me. I, I'm going to be strong. I'm going to be strong for us. Okay? <laughs> but either way, it's difficult to stay consistent. Uh, that's a big reason why I started my company. Uh, SpartanAllianceFitness.com I tested out different ways to build muscle, to lose weight. And... I realize this works. Like you, you got to do certain aspects. You got to hit them symmetrically and like in 
in timing, in good timing. You can't just sit there balls to wall at the beginning because then your body adapts to high pressure, high intensity, uh, heavy weights. It adapts to that. And then where do you go from there? Where do you do? You can't go up, you know, well, not necessarily that you can't, but you, it's very hard for certain people's muscle, musculoskeletal uh, overall body to push a certain amount of weight, no matter how hard they train their body or run, you know, 20 or 10 miles per hour on the treadmill for a minute straight. Some people just can't hack it. Uh, they're just genetically not built to withstand certain things physically. So with that, everyone's different. You have to know your body type, first of all. And of course, we'll get into that later podcast. You got to know your body type. You got to know your fitness level. Be honest with yourself. Know your fitness level. And then you got to know your one rep max. Those are what my programs are all about. Okay, it is science. It's science. It's literally math and science. It's uh, it works for you specifically. It's not a general, you know, overall program. It's a specific program of which I got practice when I was dealing with my multiple clients. I had two clients athletic as hell. I love training them because I could throw anything at them uh two women actually uh two two women athletic throwing throwing the craziest kind of shit at them uh essentially uh a burpee to a press to a to a wall sit you know burpee press you know after you do 10 of those go sit on the wall burn yourself out let's get it full body workout right then and there i threw anything i wanted at them those were the types that I would practice with more hypertrophy and more, you know, conditioning, higher end conditioning and more advanced tactics. Whereas I had two other uh, clients that hardly knew how to do a squat. No, one of them, the guy, he got decent with the squat, but the girl never really mastered the squat. And it's a huge part and the deadlift looked kind of janky. So we stayed away from that. Like you have to know your fitness level. The latter of the two, which uh, were the the, uh, which were the athletes, actually the first two, they were athletes. They were obviously mesomorphs. Uh, one was a mesomorph. One was an ectomorph. Okay, uh, I will go into detail, of course, in further episodes. But a quick summary: ectomorph is skinny, skinny, skinny. Mesomorph, perfect body. I personally am an endomorph. No one is strictly one form of body, but their main character characteristic of what they are is what I'm going to assign a workout program to. So if you're very skinny, uh, hard hard to gain weight, you eat whatever you want, whenever you want. Excuse me while I drink my coffee. If you eat whatever you want, when you want, then... Uh, yeah, you're you're an ectomorph. If you eat whatever you want, whenever you want, and you still can maintain a decent body, you still kind of see you you know you took a week off of the gym, you still kind of see the outline of your your abs. You're, you're a mesomorph. You you've won the lottery. Endomorph. I I think about eating food and I gain weight. I mean, if you're eating now while listening, I'm gaining weight. <laughs> so endomorphs have it hard. Uh, 
however we 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 do have power but anyways back to the point uh i practice and try different things with different people to figure out exactly how to push them and they all succeeded they all lost weight actually my one client um the one male that i had uh i had in total around six or seven clients but those four stuck out because they were the polar opposites and those ones were fun to work with. The other ones, of course, were fun and great. However, those four, you know, more personable, more more of a personal uh, uh, connection to them, of course. Uh, so with that, the gentleman, let's just call him D, he uh, came in a comic book nerd, uh plays Dungeons and Dragons. I have nothing to get. I love, I'm a nerd myself. I love anime. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, super, eh, you know, we can debate, you know, we can debate Warrior. (laughs) We can debate, but super was okay, you know. However, uh, came in uh, still struggling mentally about the breakup with his ex, uh, wanting to get into shape, but not eating the best, and we changed his life around. Let me tell you. And I utilized my system of progressive overload. Uh, and similar similar systems of which is called, uh, I call it the Spartan Superset, which is now going to be my next uh, book after, or ebook, which is called the, Fal- the Phalanx System. And Phalanx is the the system that the actual Spartans used uh, as a defensive approach. So it, the Phalanx was literally their coordination. Uh, and I called it the Phalanx because this will literally change your body from, you know, a, another point of view. Uh, your body adapts, like I stated before, and... My other two systems, one is a beginner, a strictly beginner body weight program called the Road to Glory. The next one is my patented uh, Spartan system, uh, which I use. And uh, you know, let me tell you. <laughs> and then the last one is the Phalanx system, which is throws a curveball. Uh, the Spartan system is made so that you never, ever grow, you know, Adapt. Your body is always getting stronger. Once again, it utilizes science. It utilizes math, uh, your body type, and uh, your level of fitness, which will be Arnold Schwarzenegger by the end. However, you'll always be able to adapt, whereas other programs, after you finish, for instance, my Phalanx system and my Road to Glory, beginner, and the other one is beginner to advanced, uh, of which... You can adapt to those ones. Uh, it's essentially a triple superset. And uh, you'll adapt sooner or later. Where the, the supersets will not be as tedious as they were at the beginning. Whereas the Spartan system, my main system, is made for your one rep max to calculate that. Uh, either way, I'll get into more detail later. Uh the the main reason why I got into fitness is because, one, I always wanted more. I was tired of working. For instance, the at the screening, as a screening officer, 
the 2 a.m. to 10 a.m., 1 a.m. to 9 a.m., uh, 3 a.m. to 11 a.m. They were killing me. And you can literally, for the whole year, out of 365 days, let me tell you, let me tell you, okay, 365 days, you are allotted eight sick days out of 365 days. Working in a public sector, people traveling over, you know, you're dealing with maybe 700 to 1,500 people per day. People are sick in winter, summer, doesn't matter. They're sick, they're not sick, they're making their flight. And you are screening them, you're patting them down, you're searching their bags through their unmentionables. And you get eight days of sick days off? Like, what? Eight days? Remember, we work holidays on Christmas Day. The airport is still open. Halloween, airport's still open. Hanukkah, airport is still open. Martin Luther King Day, it's not open. No, no, no. <laughs> no, Martin Luther King Day. So for every day, it's open. Okay? Stressful. I couldn't believe it. And of course, if you go over eight, you get a warning. You go over ten, you get suspension. You go over, I think it was uh, over ten or ten. Ten is suspension. Twelve is then a, a five-day suspension. So first is a three-day suspension, five-day suspension. Then you are terminated for taking days off, okay? Even with your doctor's note, I realized that the later later date, I was taking, I took maybe 15, 20 days off. Uh, and they were like, yeah, no, you took way too many days off. I said, I got doctor's notes. They said, yeah, it still counts. So from there, I realized I I, I got to work for myself. I, I can't. I can't. This is good money. Of course, this government uh, is funded by the government, uh, by CATSA. Uh, we weren't government. We were a subsidiary of the government. However, uh, it was just, it's ridiculous. So I realized I, I got to do something. And I'm too creative. I've written stories. I used to, I used to uh, do music. I used to rap. I used to sing. Uh, a little bit of reggae. Uh, my name was Jay Seif. Uh, I don't have any songs out. Uh, I have. I've recorded uh, two albums. Uh, not too proud of the two albums. My voice, the accentuation of my voice. I was just trying to to speak the songs into existence instead of actually feeling my words and. Letting my words carry me. So, not too proud. Now I've changed. You know, like, you have to almost become an actor. Like, this mumble rap, even the mumble rap, you still acting. You still. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do this. You guys comment what music you guys listen to, because even rock music, of course, you're singing. EDM, just beats. You got glow sticks. I'm actually playing with a glow stick right now. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, so. With that, that's when I realized. And also, the woman I was attracting. Uh, like, there was some good. I've, I've been with some tens. I've been with some, some negative 210s, okay? I've been with everything in between. You know, I've been with, a, you know, I've been with my fair share. Uh, 
the woman I was attracting, you know, only a few were willing and able and wanting to to do better. The rest just wanted to use me for my, you know, my knowledge, we'll call it. <laughs> wanted to use me for my dick, okay? Uh, this is an explicit uh, podcast, so if children are listening, uh, please, if you're under the age of... Let me say 17, because by 17, I lost my virginity. So I'll allow, I'll allow 17-year-olds to listen. <laughs> if you're under the age of 17, please click off. Uh, or get your parental consent, which I hope the parents aren't letting 15, 14, 13-year-olds listen. Anyways, um, the woman I was attracting were really, were either the, the tens with the attitudes of, of about one or the ones and twos that really not the best looking great personality but it's just like bro i can only see you at dark you know i can only see you when i close my eyes <laughs> that means i can't see you baby um no but uh with that uh i have three children um i have three children uh with one woman uh we met in toronto uh at school uh at first, I thought she was a lesbian. <laughs> thought she was a lesbian. Uh, short hair. Uh, you know, had a lumberjack jacket that I remember. She said she maybe wore that once, but I distinctly remember that. So I slept with her friend. I slept with her best friend in that class. Uh, I didn't like her. Uh, she liked me, and the friend liked me, and the friend was was banging. Uh, so I, I slept with her. Uh, basically, years later... I see her and she's, you know, looking a bit better, but still kind of thick, uh, you know, still, eh, all right. Seen her, got her number, never called back, you know. And then a few years later, still doing my dirt, doing my thing. And I see her at, for my Toronto people, Scarborough Town Center. Okay, uh, for everyone that doesn't know, it's the pride, one of the prides of Scarborough, one of the biggest malls in Scarborough. But either way, uh Scarborough Town Center, seen her, and she was banging. She lost a lot of weight, still curvy, still looking good, you know, skin cleared up, looking good. So that was all she wrote. Uh, I was with her for maybe off and on 10, off and, okay, on, and let me stick with it, off and on 10 to 12 years, off and on. I grew up with her, essentially. Uh Maybe four, like six years actually on, like actually we're in a committed relationship. And we just always bickered, always fought, like especially when we had our first child. I'm very strict. Like I, uh, my upbringing was a good upbringing. Okay. I had a silver spoon. I was the last of three siblings of three children, uh, Baby boy, I was the first boy, two older sisters, like I stated. Uh, so I was a baby boy, I could do no wrong, you know. Plus, I was the youngest. Uh, I was, I know I was an oopsie baby, that's not, you know, hard for me to say. However, um, with that, uh, with that, I was always treated, you know, hand and foot. My parents worked very hard, very hard, and now. I respect it. Now being my age and looking back, before I, I I was angry because, you know, I never, you know, I saw mom and dad 
only so much. My my other sister raised me uh, and whatnot. But now I realize how hard you have to work to sustain three children, a house, a car, you know, it's it's difficult. Plus, save money and help. They helped their brothers and sisters. It was it's a lot. They were very good with their money. Very smart, right? So I realize this now. However, before I didn't. So hence why I'm strict. I'm strict with my son because even though yes, I was silver spoon, weighted hand and foot. Uh, then I start getting older and like they're trying to teach me stuff and it's like. Like, you're just expecting me to, to do all this. Like, you haven't really taught me. <laughs> you know, like, I was just playing Legos five minutes ago. Now you're expecting me to cook a full meal? That Nah. <laughs> I'll cook some rice, maybe. Even then, it's like I didn't want to. And so I'm very strict with my children. I'm expecting the best of them because I know once you put your mind to it, you can be the best. You can do whatever you sought out to do. So with that... Uh, we differ because she wants children to be children. She's uh, always worked at a daycare, always worked with children. Uh, that's where we met, child and youth care work. I thought I was going to be a child and youth care work. I, I know I can't do it. I can't do that. Uh, whoever is a child and youth care worker or work with uh, youth with uh, disabilities, more power to you because that takes patience times one million okay that's amazing that you do that um yeah so we we met there i don't have patience for that uh i want the best for my children i am strict but fair okay so i'm gonna play with you i'm, I'm gonna play with my children i'll play legos with them i'm gonna pretend to be the bad guy and they're the good guys i'm gonna pick them up and toss them around take them to the park chase after them i have a blast with my children but when it comes to things like wasting food like cleaning up after yourselves like uh my youngest he's almost two He's still poo-pooing in his diaper. It's, it's upsetting me. It's, he's, he's still he's still shitting in his diaper. It's upsetting me, right? Uh, he's we're potty training. I'm potty training. I got him to to do key like two or three times, uh, and it's like, yo, I'm so done with diapers, guys. Oh, holy Christ. Uh, anyways, um, with that. Uh, we differ so much, uh, parenting style. She is much more, much more, I wouldn't say fully passive, but much more, uh, laissez-faire than I am. I am more authoritarian, authoritative in my, in my way. Uh, I can be authoritarian where it's like, it's my way because I'm the parent, period. You know, take that iPad off now, you know, go clean that up. Or I could be authoritative, where I'm more understanding, I'm more sympathetic. We'll talk it out. Uh, one of two ways. But either way, I love my children. Her and I, well, like I said, 13 years. And she's, she, even though uh, we had our differences, she did stick by me. She was a, she's a very good mother uh, for my children. Uh, even though, yeah, a little bit laissez, but like... She takes care of them hand and foot. Uh, without her shoe for the children, the children would be lost. Because if it was just me, it's like, hey, everyone ready to go to work? Like, I have a nine-year-old, three-year-old, two-year-old. You know, it's like, shoot, we got to make money. We got to survive. Um, 
uh, during my time, I never really cheated. Uh, like we took our breaks and I kissed, you know, other, other girls, you know, when we took breaks, but I was never, my dad never cheated on my, my mom's. I'm not from that background, uh, with that, you know, hence why I just broke up with her. So every time it was not working, we would fight like cats and dogs. I would just break up and stop. And then I would do my dirt, you know, so it was legit. Um, with that, uh, this last past time of trying, uh, I brought her, I quit my job as a manager because I was just a glorified salesperson as a fitness manager. Uh, didn't think it, I thought it was going to be my fitness team. I'm implementing changes to the fitness realm of, uh, my gym, uh, you know, my team's coaching them. We're going to have seminars. We're going to do, you know, bonding, team bonding. No, no, push sales. And it was kind of like, uh, even though they would say the upper management, the directors and the owner would say, yeah, this ain't a competition. It was a damn competition because we had one club killing it and the rest of us sucking. And it's like, and then they're like, oh, well, what's going on? What's going on? Well, if it's not a competition, like I understand sales are big, but like I'm trying to get my my trainers to be the best trainers they can be, right? Either way, during my time away from my the mother of my ch- uh, children, you know, when we would break up, we had a maybe three, four year stint where we broke up and I went crazy, Okay. Uh, my love life was, was, was complicated one. I, like I said, had no game ever, never had no game. I was a big boy, big boy, uh, always fat. I didn't find myself to be attractive. Uh, confidence was always low. Like I stated, there was one time I went to a party, uh, party was crazy. Got a lot of confidence from there. Uh, a lot of my wild side came from that one party and uh instead of confidence it was cockiness which is attractive to some you know some girls my kings some women love cockiness even though they they think it's you're a bad boy to them you're cocky you don't give a damn you know like i'm the best this is this is my world you know some women like that i got some women off off that but when i broke up with her when i after coming to regina uh, after a year of being with her, I uh, broke up with her, lived on my own, and I had to teach myself the ways of a player. <laughs> I never had a lot of bodies when I was, you know, younger. Uh, I had to teach teach myself, uh, and teach myself. I did. I shoot. Don't worry. We'll we'll definitely get in. Uh, to that. This is only episode one. I can't sit here and talk to you for an hour. It's actually 40 minutes already. And you guys are in for a ride. Uh, this is the Alliance Podcast. Uh, listen, I appreciate you so much for stopping by listening to me. If you made it the full 40 minutes, let me leave you with a little, a little note. Uh, take every day like it's your last. This one you've heard before, but it's for real. Take every day like it's your last. The people that are close to you, make sure you kiss and love them. The people that you're not close with, 
then use them as fuel. The people that you dislike, use them as fuel to get to your next goal because this is your life. Make this the movie. Feel me? All right, Alliance. My name is Jay. I appreciate you for coming out. Once again, this podcast is brought to you by uh, www.spartanalliancefitness.com. Go check out my blogs. I only have two blogs up at the moment. The third one will be coming every Monday. Uh, there will be a blog coming out. Uh, I'm going to try to hit the podcast once a week as well. And I have merch up. Beautiful pieces. Uh, all Spartan. Looking good. Got the gym. Got even bath mats I have. I have shoes. Oh, man. The hierarchy ones and the Spartan war paints. Boy, I'm going to be competing with Nike soon. Come on now. You better tell them. For my women out there, stay strong, queens. For my kings out there, stay strong. Let's make it happen.